some in some more detail about the challenges facing uh, the city in terms of uh, moving forward financially. Uh, thank you for your time uh, this afternoon, MMC. I suppose the most frightening thing about uh, the report was uh, that uh, there was a two billion rand um, deficit on that operating account. How did that come about? Stephen, yes, good morning. Hi, thanks. Uh, welcome. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to talk to the listeners. That came about because of unauthorized expenditure. Um, unauthorized expenditure is when you spend money that was not budgeted for. And the end result was that the, the, the previous administration managed to overspend on a, on a number of categories uh, to the tune of two billion rand. So that's where it came from. What are the major expenses? Two billion rands is an awful lot of money. Yes, it is. It, there, are two, there are two elements to uh, uh, the, the, the two billion rand. One is cash-based. In other words, it reflects directly on money that has to be paid um, and that impacts on the cash flow. And the other one, uh, other category is non-cash items. Now, non-cash items are items that, that you have to reflect on your expenditure because they reduce your ability to spend. And the one is debt impairment, and that means it is uh, uh, debt accounts that you are not able to collect. Now, you have to budget for that uh, on your budget, because if you bill and you're not going to receive the money, then you have, to have, to, you have less money to spend. So, so if we look at the cash items, uh, employee costs were overspent with $208 uh, million. Finance charges, that's interest that has to be paid on short- and long-term loans. Uh, increased by almost a, a hundred million rand, and then in the general expenditure category, the over expenditure was eight hundred fifty five million so so those were ca- items over expenditures that impacted on cash flow. If we look at non cash flow items, there were two principal items: the one is the impairment of the de- debtors, in other words uh, um, a real debt that you will not expect to to collect, and that had to be increased. Uh, because of non-payment to 522 million, and then you have to also have to um, account for depreciation and impairment on your assets. Now, because of the the lack of maintenance and and money spent on the infrastructure of the assets, the, those assets become impaired, um, and you have to uh, provide for that on your operating account. And that was 348 million. So, if you look at the total of that, uh, ultimately. Together with other savings here and there, it resulted in an authorized expenditure of $2 million. I, $2 billion, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I, I understand there's also a potentially uh, further um, strain on the financial resources uh, due to some outstanding legal cases. But in terms of how the city turns these around, and we did briefly uh, hear in those clips we heard from you earlier and the mayor about uh, dealing with the electricity situation. Let's not talk about that now. I mean, dealing with the debtors, getting people to pay their rates. I mean, in terms of the breakdown, I mean, it's still ultimately, um, you know, private household uh, holders who aren't paying their rates and taxes, correct. But uh, business and government's not paying, paying, paying ball, ball either. Stephen, firstly, I think one must remember that this is a historic debt that has built up over a period of time. It is not all of a sudden that we sit with this debt. The previous administration had their ways of dealing with it. Um, uh, we have to deal with it in a different manner. And obviously you will understand that there is no way that we can collect all of this debt in a short period of time. Uh, some of the debt 
uh, is uncollectible. I think we have to be realistic about it. So w- what we're trying to do is to put in place a program of addressing various aspects of the debt. Now, number one, I think the first prize is if we can get our consumers to pay their current accounts within the 30-day framework that they are supposed to pay that, we've already on, we're already on a winning, on a winning wicket. So, so that's the first step is to ensure that we have our systems correct, that we fix all, all the, the, the IT problems that we have so that when a, per, a person receives a bill, that that bill is paid within 30 days. That will stop the increase in the area debt, and we can put plans in place, incentives, etc. and we're working on, on, on plans to deal with that area debt. Yes, obviously, um, we, we have specific task teams that work with categories of consumers. We've made great strides in the, in the, with, with the diplomatic core, and we have a huge amount of properties that belong to other, other governments in the city. We've made great strides of collecting that debt already up to date. The next, uh, the next category is, the, is, is government. And we talk to government structures. We, we have uh, a debt forum at a provincial level where we talk about these debts to ensure that the debt is correct and that we can collect on that debt. So, so it's not a simple process of saying you pay or else, but it has to be phased in. Obviously, what is critically important is that if a consumer has consumed debt, uh, consumed services, I'm sorry, and there's an amount payable in terms of rates and tax, it is the responsibility of the consumer to pay that debt. And if he's unhappy, then there's a process of registering a complaint in the dispute. But once that account has been verified as being correct, it is the duty of a consumer to pay. And if he doesn't pay, then we have to institute credit control measures. So that's the, that's the next step of ensuring that we get a culture of accepting responsibility to pay for municipal services going forward. That's Twilight Finance MMC Murray Lisa Faree in Centurion Pretoria uh, speaking uh, to some of the issues highlighted in the presentation. She and the Mayor of Twani, Solim Simunga, uh, presented today on aspects of the Auditor General's report into the finances of the city in the last financial year. Midday Live, only on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Western Cape High Court has dismissed the SABC's appeal against a court ruling that Claudio Motsuneng is not fit to hold any position at the public broadcaster. Let's look at some of the money matters. Gold trading at $1,229 an ounce a short while ago. Platinum $1,004 an ounce. Oil Brent crude trading at $55.40 to the barrel. On the currency front, 13.44 to the US dollar, 16.60 to the pound and 14.33 to the euro. On Thursday, the 9th of February, President Jacob Zuma will deliver the 2017 State of the Nation Address. On a point of order. I have not recognized you. Can you recognize me? No. For front row seat, join us live from Parliament in Cape Town. The President has called this joint sitting. My international award-winning speaker of non-violence. Join me, Tsepiso Makweta, from 4 p.m. on Thursday for live coverage of the President's speech and analysis. And me, Sakina Kamwendo, on Friday the 10th from 6 to 9 a.m. for all the post-SONA discussion. Share your views using hashtag SAFMSONA. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Midday Live, only on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. 
19 minutes past uh, 12. Let us know what you think about how we can a more equitable balance between profit and affordability of medicines can be achieved uh, at a